It's the Panthers post-game podcast. A slightly smaller crowd uh, for this one. It's John O'Bullard with Dan Green and Chris Gadsby from BBC Radio Nottingham after the 2-1 penalty shots lost to the Guildford Flames. Uh, Chris, I'll start with you. Thoughts on that one overall? Yeah, it sounds like we might be relying on me, me and yourself, Dan, tonight, because I'm not sure Jono's voice is going to last the rest of this <laughs> podcast after that game. I thought it was a very entertaining game, despite the fact it was only 1-1. You don't have to have a lot of goals for, for an entertaining hockey game, I think, particularly once Panthers equalised in the third period. I think the, I thought the teams were fairly level throughout, but it definitely seemed once they got that equalised and the crowd got into the game, and then towards the end there and getting into overtime and so the shootout didn't quite go Panthers' way, but... Uh, I thought, on the whole, very entertaining game. And Dan, Corey said how happy he was with the defence after that game. And the defence played very, very well. A, a team that is so quick like Guildford. And, and they dealt with them. Yeah, definitely. Lots of lots and lots of block shots. Uh, you know, Dubot was excellent. Um, I thought Guildford kind of were on top for quite a bit of it. But, but we were just saying, you know, not tons and tons of grade A chances just you know maybe one breakaway obviously chances on the power play but yeah I thought although Guildford were kind of in the ascendancy for most of it they didn't really have a lot of grade A chances and I think that that's that's key for the Panthers yeah and a great performance by Alex Debeau as well in that, and Damon McAdam for the Flames some really really good saves at both ends of both ending up with man of the match yeah two solid net minding performances tonight and I think I agree with you Dan is that other than when, well, I say like Flames particularly, they came out quick, caught Panthers napping a bit in the first few minutes and, and got that early goal. But yeah, some superb net minding. I mean, Corey told me in the post-match interview, particularly in the first period, all those pucks and sticks and skates bouncing through McAdams' crease. On another night, they could have all gone in and it could have been three or four goals to the Panthers in the first period. It just turned out that tonight it wasn't to be. Let's talk goals because... Flames on the board very early on through Daniel Tedesco. A lovely move which found yeah. him in space central and he just fired it in past Debeau. And we've seen them do that before here, haven't they, where they just seem to quick pass, find yeah. the space, and it's, it's a real feature of their game. Yeah, definitely. They've got a lot of skill, you know, skilled attacking creative players and it was kind of a set play face off on Ben O'Connor down to the winger and he pops out for Tedesco. But, um, yeah, I, I thought, you know, they... they um, they almost try and walk the puck in the net sometimes. You know, they, they, they had a lot of possession. They were buzzing around the net a lot. Um, but on that occasion early on, they just get it back, you know, shot from the top of the circles, lots of traffic, and it finds its way under Dubot. But, um, yeah, they're obviously a very, very skilled unit there. Mm. Players go, well, grab a quick word with Jack Hopkins. <laughs> Sorry, mate. I'll see you turn back. But uh, just talking about the goal, uh, fabulous pass to find Jordan Kelsall in space. It was all right. It was, it was decent. But um, I heard him calling for it, so just did what everyone would do. Good, good heads up play, because you're more known for your goals and not probably as much for your assists, but that's three quality assists I've seen you do this season. Funnily enough, last time we was in Guildford, uh, you, you passed to Jordan to score, and then, of course, the famous one to Jeremy Welsh in the cup as well. Guildford's, uh, Guildford's my team. Points night when we play Guildford for me at the moment. So um, I don't know. I don't mind scoring goals. I don't mind getting assists. So whatever, whatever comes, I'll take it. And, and, uh, like, <laughs> any comment on that, Lee? Uh, stay humble, Hopper, I think. <laughs> <laughs> Cheers for joining us, guys. I'll let you get your feet. But just, I mean, it was a great goal. And we said on commentary, didn't we, the, the, the heads up play by Jack Hopkins yeah. there to find Jordan Kelso, who 
let's face it, did a great finish because he managed to control the puck and then just flip it over Eamon McAdam's pad. Yeah, it was a nice goal all round. You know, you obviously love to see the uh, the younger Brits getting on the action, but, you know, over 40 minutes had gone, no goals for the Panthers. It was, you know, you're getting to that point where, you know, that you needed someone to step up. And, yeah, Hopper, like, like we said on commentary, he could have dumped it, he could have shot, but, you know, the poise just to pull up. Like he said, he heard Kels come in right on Kels' tape and, like you said, just, just dinks it over uh, over his pad there. But, yeah, just a really nice, well-worked goal. And I think just a sign of Hoppo and Kels maturing, making that next step up. And, you know, I, I think as the season goes on, Corey's going to play those guys a lot. You know, you, you've you got nothing. You know, get Hoppo out there, get him some experience. Hopefully he's here again next year. And uh, he played a lot tonight and I thought he was excellent. Let's quickly talk about Craig Moore, who, who made his first appearance after seven weeks. Playing as a forward, which is not a familiar position for him, but I, a couple of great plays he made, and, and he almost created a couple of goals. Yeah, a couple of, uh, of great plays, as you said, and it's another thing that I asked Corey in the post-match interview, how he thought he did in his first game back, and as you said, playing forward. And Corey was very pleased with uh, how he was. Obviously, there's no Craig Puffer tonight through suspension, but it's another body back for the Panthers, which is only going to serve him well throughout the rest of the season. And how did you feel more play? Because he's obviously not going to be Matt Sharp. He's, he's not been able to train much yeah. due to his injury. Only in the past couple of weeks has he been able to get back on the ice. Did really well, I felt. Yeah, really well. And I think there's a big difference between, you know, riding the bike, practicing and then playing in a game. You know, the sort of the adrenaline, the physicality, you don't get that in a game. And, you know, I think Corey got him out there early, got him a few shifts. And, you know, he's played forward and D throughout his professional career. And I think he does a job as a forward. You know, again, he can skate, he's physical, a, a bit like Hoppo. He's in front of the net and he's a guy you can throw out. You know, I'm sure he can penalty kill. If we have any problems at the back, he can slide back and play D. So I think maybe, you know, after tomorrow's game, he'd probably be pretty tired on Monday. But I think then moving on, he's going to be back and he'll be match fit. And I think he'll be uh, a useful body. And I think that's a great point you make about physicality. He, he was very physical. Cool. Yeah, yeah, and he plays that game. You know, he, he plays in the dirt. You know, he's, he's not going out there, you know, running guys over, but he plays that 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 dirty game in those areas. And you have to get used to taking those hits again and fighting for position and you know, getting knocked down, getting back up. And I think that'll come over the next few weeks. But I think you know, if if, if that's going to be his first game and that's what we can we can look forward to, then uh, everybody should be really happy with him. Let's quickly talk about the Flames because they're a point behind Sheffield with a game in hand. Steelers winning 3-2 in 5 tonight so th- this was a massive two points for the Flames yeah it was particularly with the way the Steelers came back in that game so they you know, were able to get the two points in that it was an important two points for the Flames they've not been of as, uh, on as good a run as they have been throughout the rest of the season they've had a little bit of a blip recently um, so an important two points they will want to make sure that they get the two points against the Panthers tomorrow because I think only really with a four point weekend against a team in the bottom half is that's all they'll be targeting. Yeah, definitely. I mean, look, looking at the overall title picture, and it's something we were discussing just prior to the game, it's really a four-team race now, isn't it? Yeah, I think so. You know, Belfast, you know, kind of coming on strong now. They won again tonight. Uh, you know, Cardiff have strung, I think it's about six in a row maybe, uh, or, or maybe six in a row at home. But, yeah, I think those teams, you know, it's going to be really interesting when they play each other. There weren't any games tonight, I don't think, where, where they played each other. So, um, 
yeah, some massive games. You know, I know we still have to play Sheffield a lot. We've got to play Belfast another four or five times, I think. So um, I think a team like us can play spoiler. Like, you know, we're going to take points off all those teams. And, you know, Guildford, again, I mean, we didn't take a point off them, but we easily could have done tonight. So, yeah, I think it's going to be uh, very exciting. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, quickly looking ahead to tomorrow, obviously Guildford in Guildford. Going to be a very different game than they probably was here tonight. I think so, yeah. Different the size rink of course and a much smaller area so I think uh, it's probably going to suit Guildford a bit more because obviously they're used to playing on that ice but uh, you know Panthers will just have to come out as best they can uh, hopefully get into the game a bit faster than they did today because I think that's what caused that uh, opening goal was just not quite quick enough from the opening puck drop um, but I think they'll take a lot of confidence from tonight's game You know, going toe to toe with a team that was top of the league for so long this season and on points percentage you know, as, as still up at the, uh, at the summit of the elite league table there and I think over the course of uh, the next 60 minutes tomorrow, Panthers should take a lot of confidence and they can go down there feeling that they can take two points from Guildford Dan, the last time Panthers were there, they did take a point and they took it to overtime. And But for the width of a post, could have taken all two points in regular time. Yeah, definitely. I mean, you know, there's no easy places to go. Obviously, going into Guildford, they're obviously pushing for a league title. It's going to be, you know, I'm sure it's going to be a packed crowd for them. It's going to be a tough game. But, you know, like, um, like Chris said, you, you know, take nothing away from the Panthers. They've got a good team. You know, uh, they can go there, work hard. If they can get a point here, they can easily do that or better tomorrow. So I think, I think it, will, it will be a tough game. You know, you, you would say Guildford at home, like you both said. You would think they might have another gear at home, but I think the Panthers have another gear as well. And uh, I think it'll be a fun one tomorrow. OK, guys, well, I think we will leave it there. Many thanks for joining me and many thanks to you for listening. We're going to have probably a week off from the post-game podcast now as we are in Belfast next weekend for, for a couple of games, but we will be back the weekend after. So thanks for listening and we'll speak to you again soon.